Hey, Trailblazers, welcome back to the Business Casual Podcast. If you're new to the show, welcome. I always feel like such a YouTuber when I give the intro. When I was younger, I really wanted to be YouTube famous. I was so obsessed with so many YouTubers, and every time I do the intro, or I guess the outro of the podcast, I just feel like a YouTuber. But anyways, welcome back to Business Casual. If you're new here, welcome to the show. My name is Stacey, if you've never heard my voice before. I'm the co-founder of the Business Casual with my younger sister, Marietta. And if you're a returning listener, thank you so much for coming back. I really hope you are enjoying our content. Very crazy. I found an old journal of mine from a year ago, and I had in my list of goals hit X number of downloads of Business Casual. And it just so happened that we hit that this month. So thank you so much for being here. It means so much to us, and I love the podcast so much. So I love being able to share it with more and more people every single day. Also, if you're a returning listener, then hopefully my audio quality sounds better than usual. Or if you're new, hopefully my audio is very crisp. I just upgraded my mic. I bought a pretty cost-effective mic when I first started the podcast, which is almost three years ago now, and I had never upgraded. But unfortunately, my mic died when I was going to film the last episode, which was before the holidays. And it was time to upgrade. So now I have this beautiful, very official looking mic. So I'm very excited about that. And hopefully we can produce better audio quality. So it's a better listening experience for all of you. Quick reminder, we are having our first ever in-person event for International Women's Day, which is happening on March 6th in Toronto. You can add yourself to the waitlist, which is not you don't have tickets through the waitlist, but basically on the waitlist, you'll get an email when we release tickets. And as we release more information about the event, you'll be the first to know by joining the waitlist. Like I said last week, we have a pretty limited capacity for the event. So I do think tickets are going to go pretty fast. And once they're gone, we won't be able to open up anymore. So if you want to ensure that you secure your seat at our event, which you should, it's going to be so much fun. We're having a keynote, panel, open networking, food, drinks. It's going to be a great time. Immaculate vibes is what we are hoping for. And I'm confident we will be able to deliver on that. So be sure to head over to the link in our bio, either on my Instagram or the business casuals Instagram, which is at business.casual.podcast. Okay. Another milestone I wanted to talk about. We are about to hit 1000 followers on the business casual Instagram, which is crazy. My sister and I have been talking about hitting a thousand followers on Instagram. I think it's been our goal for the last two years. We always thought we were so close. And every time we'd hit a new, you know, 600, 700, 800, we're like, oh my gosh, we're so close. We're almost there. But now we are actually there. We're at 797. So if you follow us, thank you. We have so much fun posting on there. And if you don't, make sure you do. Because we also add different polls and ways you can interact with us and that you can be part of our episodes. So this episode is all about confidence, imposter syndrome, self-confidence, and the inspiration came because this weekend I attended my fourth Women's Leadership Symposium, which is a women's empowerment conference that is hosted every January by the Rotman Commerce Women in Business Association. I've been attending the event since I was in first year, and leading up to the conference this past weekend and just being there, I really could feel the difference in my confidence and just who I am when I think back to my experience as a first year at the conference versus now as a fourth year. I feel like not much has changed in my four years of university. Also, maybe it's because I'm graduating, so I'm just feeling extra sentimental. But I really have 
felt in the last few weeks a little bit more confident than usual. And I guess as I reflect back to my first two years of university, I am so appreciative that I've grown so much. So I wanted to talk a bit about kind of my experience at the conferences the last couple of years and then more about confidence in general, some ways that I think you can be more confident in your everyday life. And then we're also going to talk about lucky girl syndrome. I don't want to get into it too much because we're going to talk about it later in the episode, but I think it ties into confidence a lot. And I have a bit of a hot take on the lucky girl syndrome. So we're going to get into that. But going back to the conference, this was my second year being a moderator. So I actually got to bring a panel to life and do a live interview with four different guests. So there was a lady from TikTok on my panel. There was someone from Universal Music Group. There was someone from Peacock Alley Entertainment. And there was also a lady from a content strategy. I'm not really sure what it was actually. She works for a company that does content strategy for different entertainment groups. So it was a creatives panel. And I love doing in-person talks. So this is my second in-person one. And it's just very fun for me as someone who interviews people basically on a weekly basis online to do that in person because as you guys might or may or may not know, we don't film any of our business casual episodes in person. They are all done virtually. We've done one in person, which happened, I think it was like our sixth episode. And it was done in my living room with my terrible mic. But it's definitely a different experience for me as a moderator when I'm in person with someone. And obviously I wish that we could do all the business casual interviews in person. I wish I could meet all of the phenomenal guests we have, but we're manifesting it. Hopefully one day we have an office and we're able, or a studio, I should say, not an office, a studio, and we're able to bring guests in. But anyways, I'm off track. It was just really inspiring to be back in person. The conference had almost 200 women attend. There were also some men there, but it was mainly women. And it was so refreshing and just gave me a lot of excitement and optimism and really filled my cup. So I also met a lot of people who listen to Business Casual at the event. It's not very common for me. I feel like I'm usually, when I'm going to these type of events, I'm trying to pitch Business Casual or tell people about it or advertise it. It's not very often that I go to a conference and people, when I introduce myself, are like, oh my gosh, I know Business Casual or you have a podcast called The Business Casual. But it was very, 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 very sweet for the people that that I met that do listen because obviously I love meeting people who listen to the podcast and support us. So kind of on this theme, thinking back to my first year at this conference, I was very lost. I had absolutely no idea what I was doing with my career. I wasn't sure if I was going to be a management student or an accounting student. I was applying for tech jobs. I really couldn't get an interview anywhere. I was so overwhelmed by the networking portion because I felt Like I didn't know how to network in person and it was just very overwhelming for me in first year. Second year was online. I actually was on the team that was putting together the conference. So it was a bit of a different experience. I felt like I had more of a operational and admin role rather than just attending the conference, but it was very rewarding. I loved putting on the conference and working on the behind the scenes. I worked with a great team to put it on and that was a very fulfilling experience. It's still pretty, that was COVID year, was still pretty, in terms of my confidence levels in second year, just being in COVID, I felt very isolated. I still wasn't really too sure what I was doing with my career. I think I was just applying to any job I could find. Third year, we're kind of in person, kind of online. 
third year is when I really embraced the podcast and was really sharing it a lot more. There were some in-person events, so I was going to more in-person events and talking about business casual. At this specific conference, I was a moderator. It was my first year moderating, which was very special, and I was so honored. And then fast forward to this year, I overall just feel way more confident in who I am. I feel so much less insecure and nervous going to networking events. And that's not to say I have all the answers or I even know what I want to do with my life. I still don't really know. Yes, I have a job for once I graduate, but I have no idea what Stacy is going to be doing in 10 years from now. But I struggle with that a little bit less now. I feel like I'm, while I'm trying to focus more on being in the moment and not trying to plan every single detail of my life out and trying to enjoy being in the moment. Like this weekend, I was just really focused on meeting new people, sharing business casual, and enjoying myself, which I think the past three years I've attended this conference, I've been really focused on, I need to network. I need to get a job. I need to have a coffee chat with at least four people. I need to walk out of this with like 10 more LinkedIn connections. You know, I need to do X, Y, and Z. This year, I didn't have those feelings or thoughts or anxieties. Obviously, I think it just comes with having gone to this conference. This was my fourth time being there. So maybe I was just a bit more comfortable. But I also just think as you get, I literally sound like I'm 50 years old. But as you get older, I guess I'm finally realizing that things do kind of start to make sense. I'm literally 21 years old, so I really don't know what I'm talking about. But I just felt more confident at this event, which was really nice for me. Okay, so basically that whole intro was to say that going to this conference made me really self-reflect on my own confidence and how my confidence has grown over the last four years. In conjunction with that, there's been this trend going on on TikTok about lucky girl syndrome. I'm going to start the conversation with lucky girl syndrome because I think that ties into what I want to talk about with confidence. If you haven't heard, lucky girl syndrome, this is what I found online, is essentially the belief that affirmative mantras and a positive mindset in life will bend everyday events in your favor. If you watched Hunger Games growing up, the idea that the odds are ever in your favor, you are a lucky girl. You believe that lucky things come to you and things just kind of work out for you in life. And on TikTok, people are accrediting lucky girl syndrome as to why they've won sports bets, why they've become first-time homebuyers, why they've gotten a raise at work. And essentially, it's this practice of lucky girl syndrome and believing and repeating to yourself many times that you are a lucky girl. Things always work out for you. The hashtag lucky girl syndrome has been watched on TikTok over 150 million times. So this is definitely something that is widespread and being talked about not only on TikTok, but in mainstream media. So now we're all on the same page and we know what it is. I personally think I have a bit of a controversial take on lucky girl syndrome. But I think if you stick with me till the end, you'll understand where I'm coming from and why I have a bit of a hot take on it. So please bear with me. I hope this makes sense. So what I like about lucky girl syndrome, I think it's great. I think positive thoughts and positive outlook and believing in yourself, amazing. 10 out of 10, those are important things, especially as women. I think you have to believe in yourself 10 times more than maybe a man. And also, not to give any disclaimers, but obviously everything in this episode is just my personal opinion on lucky girl syndrome. I've done some research, which we'll talk about later, but 
I'm being very general when I say like men and women and how women feel and how men feel. It's very general just based off of general research that has been done in this area. I love the idea of having a positive outlook. Talked about it a few episodes back, but being positive obviously helps in your everyday life. If you look at the glass half full rather than half empty, you're more likely to get through difficult things in your life and be able to kind of see that light at the end of the tunnel. So I'm all for positive thoughts, having a positive outlook, believing in yourself. That's so important. And I think that all ties into lucky girl syndrome because if you're looking in the mirror and repeating to yourself every day, I'm a lucky girl. I believe good things happen to me. That just helps you put you in a positive mindset and attitude. I am not going to be a hypocrite and say that I haven't found myself in the last, we'll say two weeks with this phrase lucky girl in my head and saying I'm a lucky girl, good things happen to me. So I don't want to be a hypocrite. I like the message. We talked about it on my last solo episode. I like visualizing. I think having a vision board is great. I think goal setting is great. I think taking time to really think about what you want and what goals you have and setting firm intentions with yourself is really important. I think whether that's in your career or your personal life. And I think, again, lucky girl syndrome helps with that. Now, here comes my butt. Where I hesitate a little bit with this trend is that I feel like it convinces you that you only got something because you were lucky, not because you necessarily deserve it. And that, I think, is where it can become toxic or harmful. Already, 90% of female employees suffer from imposter syndrome. And I think a trend like this might make you more susceptible to imposter syndrome. Most people on TikTok being targeted this trend are young girls between the ages of 14 to 35. And so this is where to me, I'm the wheels in my head start turning and I'm like, okay, this is where confidence comes in. So let's say you believe in this lucky girl trend and you really want a promotion at work or you really want to land a summer internship and you get up in the morning and you're like, I'm a lucky girl. I believe good things happen to me. I'm a lucky girl. I'm a lucky girl. And then all of a sudden you get an interview and you get the job. What I don't want anyone listening to feel is that, oh, it's only because I'm lucky that I got here. It's obviously not. Nothing just happens out of thin air. Maybe I'm stretching and maybe no one else feels the way about this trend, but this is just what's been on my mind recently. I don't want someone to then be like, oh, it's only because I'm lucky that I got this. I don't deserve to be here. The trend is also called lucky girl trend. Obviously, it's targeted to girls and not men because, again, on average, men don't doubt themselves as much as women do. There was a study at Cornell University that found that men overestimate their abilities and performance, while women underestimate their abilities and their performance. So we know that, stereotypically speaking, women already assume that they aren't as smart or can't perform as well. So I think when you add a trend like this on top of it, so I'm off track here. Going back to my example, you get this internship and in your mind, you're like, oh no, I only got it because I was a lucky girl. I didn't get it because of the hard work, determination, hours I spent coffee chatting, researching, learning about this company, the hours and hours that went into my university degree to prepare me for this role. I just kind of feel like it undermines and overpowers all the other work you've done to get to that point to where you are. And you just kind of say, oh, it's because I'm a lucky girl. It's not because I really deserve it. And so obviously I'm being very general here. I just hope that this kind of trend doesn't already add to the feelings of imposter syndrome 
that women already face. And obviously men aren't exempt from doubting themselves. Everyone at some point in their life has felt that they're not good enough or that they don't deserve to be somewhere or they've had doubts about where they are. But men just typically don't let their doubts stop them as often as women do. And so that's to me where I think a trend like lucky girl syndrome just kind of plays into that more. But maybe I'm wrong. Hopefully I'm wrong. There was another report and study that I was researching that found that men apply for jobs or promotions when they only meet 60% of the qualifications, but women will apply if they meet 100% of the qualifications. So women will wait until they know 100% they have all the skills needed for a job that's on the job posting, whereas men will see 60% of the skills they are matched with and they just kind of think the other 40, I'll figure it out or I can learn the other 40. So maybe I'm wrong and lucky girl syndrome will change this and make women go, I'm so lucky, I'm going to apply for jobs I'm not 100% qualified for. And obviously I hope that is the case, but I just hope that this kind of conversation or thought process just reminds you that you work hard for what you were given in life. Nothing in life is ever just given to you on a silver platter. And so whether you use lucky girl syndrome and manifesting to help you land jobs or, you know, you don't believe in that, just remind yourself that you deserve everything that you've worked very hard for. And obviously luck is involved, but I think luck is really just a combination of your hard work and being at the right place in the right time and everything else that goes into being successful. I don't think luck is the only thing, but I do also think that luck plays a role. Hopefully you guys get what I'm saying here and I'm not just rambling. Now here's where I think confidence comes into it. Because I think the more confident you are, the less you have to rely on mantras and sayings like lucky girl syndrome. I think when you wholeheartedly believe in yourself and have confidence in your abilities, you rely more on just you and who you are rather than external thoughts, quotes, trends, people, etc. to achieve your goals and success. Also, I think this whole conversation is really important for your career, which is why I wanted to have it on the business casual. I don't think this just applies to your personal life, but I think it's very, very, very relevant in your professional life. We are now going to take a quick break to talk about this week's sponsor, Athletic Greens. Talking about confidence and setting yourself up for the best possible day, for me that starts in the morning and with my morning routine. I've really been trying to nail down what that morning routine looks like this past couple weeks during the new year and Athletic Greens has always been a part of my morning routine. I started taking AG1 probably six to eight months ago now because I just really needed more energy and I really wanted to optimize my immune system and I have not looked back. It has literally changed my life and I love taking it every single morning. It's just one scoop of Athletic Greens that you put in your water and with that, you're absorbing 75 high-quality vitamins, minerals, whole food sourced ingredients, probiotics, and adaptogens to help you start your day right. This special blend of ingredients supports your gut health, your nervous system, and your immune system, which is so important in these months, especially if you're living in Toronto or anywhere in the world. It's winter. You're probably not getting as much vitamin D as you usually do, and so taking athletic greens can help build up your immune system so you do not get sick this flu and cold season. 
like I said, I take it in the morning. It's a great ritual. That's part of my morning routine now. And knock on wood, have not gotten sick this season. So I think it's doing something for me. Your subscription actually comes with a year's supply of vitamin D, which is so important to add in these winter months when we don't get as much sunlight. It's very easy. It's just one thing with the best things. Athletic Green uses the best of the best products based on the latest science with constant product iterations and third-party testing. It is also a climate-neutral certified company, which is amazing. So right now, it's time to reclaim your health and arm your immune system with convenient daily nutrition. It's just one scoop and a cup of water every day. That's it. No need for a million different pills and supplements to look out for your health. To make it easy, Athletic Greens is going to give you a free one-year supply of immune-supporting vitamin D and five free travel packs with your first purchase. All you have to do is visit athleticgreens.com slash business casual. Again, that is athleticgreens.com slash business casual to take ownership over your health and pick up the ultimate daily nutritional insurance. Okay, before I move on to more confidence and my tips for building self-confidence, I had some polls on our Instagram story about this topic and I want to share the results of them. They haven't been up for very long. It's only been a few hours, so maybe the results would be different if I left left it up for a full 24 hours, but... My first question was, do you know what lucky girl syndrome is? And I just hit my time limit on Instagram. Okay, so 50% said yes, 50% said no. Not surprising. It's pretty TikTok niche, so I'm not surprised about that. My next one was, do you believe in it? And the options were, yes, I have always believed in manifestation or nah, not really for me. Again, wasn't really surprised. We had 81% say that they believe in manifestation And we had 19% say they don't really believe in it. And then my second last question was, do you think it can lead to imposter syndrome at all? This was kind of me probing to see if anyone else agrees with me or feels the same way. And we had 32% say maybe, 11% say no, not at all. And 58% say I haven't really thought about it. So maybe now if you answered this poll and now you've listened to this episode, Maybe you're feeling a little bit more on the maybe. And it's not a bad thing. I don't want this episode to come off as like, oh, don't believe in lucky girl syndrome. It's totally fine. I just kind of wanted to provide a different perspective and from more of like a professional career standpoint, a different way to think about a trend like this and just how it could impact your self-confidence and imposter syndrome and just to make sure that you take credit for your own work and don't just say everything is luck because you should also be confident in your accomplishments and be proud of that. And then my last Instagram poll was about just any thoughts. And people asked thoughts on how it relates to fake it till you make it. I've heard so many mixed things on this saying. Some people say it's such a good saying. Some people say it's terrible advice. Don't listen to it. Personally, I listen to it. I think, especially with the podcast, sometimes you just have to fake it. You just have to pretend like you know what you're talking about And I think, again, this goes back to confidence. When you act confident, people take you more seriously. When your tone and your speech comes across as very, not assertive, but confident and like you know what you're talking about, obviously that is going to help you command a room. And that's very important in the professional world. I think the fake it till you make it though, again, like looking at it from the other side of the coin could go back to... I don't deserve to be here. I'm a faker. 
so maybe I guess it goes back to the whole idea I'm talking about here of lucky girl syndrome. But I do think if you need a push and you're just feeling very insecure and not confident, repeating to yourself, just fake it till you make it might help you get out of there. And I've definitely used this in my personal and professional life. I guess the other thing is like, how do you know you've made it? I feel like at every stage of your life, you're always going to be faking it to some degree until you quote unquote make it. I feel like there's always going to be another step to climb, another mountain to climb. I don't think you've ever really made it in life. So yes, fake it till you make it. I think you can use that. And eventually when you're, I guess when you've made it is when you have the confidence to not have to think about that anymore or you fake it until you have enough self-confidence in yourself. I don't know. Those are my thoughts on fake it till you make it. Someone else asked how to develop self-confidence. Really good question. I think it comes with pushing yourself out of your comfort zone. I don't think you can become more confident without going through periods of time where you don't feel confident and really pushing yourself out of your comfort zone and into new places and contexts and environments where you are going to be forced to fake it till you make it. And so if you're listening to this and you are at a point in your life where you are very uncertain about the future, maybe you're graduated school and can't find a job and you're just feeling very unconfident in your skills, I would encourage you to put yourself in a context or in an environment where you really have to act confident. And maybe that's finding a random entrepreneurship and networking event in your area and showing up. Even if you have no idea, even if you don't have a business, you're just showing up to like learn and network with others. When you put yourself in a new environment, you again are kind of pushed to act confident, if that helps. I think another way that you can act confident is in the way that you dress. For me, in my head, if I look better, I'm just more confident. If I hate my outfit, I will not be confident. And I think this is actually very important in a business context because business clothes can be very boring or they can seem very limiting in the way that you can express yourself in business and professional attire. But I actually challenge you to try and find like pops of color that you can add to a business professional outfit or find outfits and stores that really let you in a professional way showcase who you are and just overall really try and pick an outfit that will make you feel more confident. Because even in my everyday life, going to lectures and doing presentations and speaking to people on the phone, it really helps me be more confident. A quick example, I had a phone call today. It was actually canceled, but I was supposed to have a call today with someone about the podcast. And honestly, I was very nervous about it. And so this morning when I got up, I kind of debated getting ready since I wasn't going anywhere. I was just going to be home all day. But I knew that if I got ready and put on a cute outfit, did my makeup, threw on some gold hoops, I would just automatically feel better about myself. And I guess self-esteem and self-confidence here kind of go hand in hand. And I just automatically felt better and more confident in myself. And so I knew that was going to be portrayed in the way that I come across on camera at this meeting. I think another thing that really helps with self-confidence is just how you carry yourself. I would challenge you next time you walk into a room where maybe you're not feeling very confident to take mental notes of how people in the room that you look up to are carrying themselves. Because I bet if you walk into a room 
and there is a woman there who you really look up to. Maybe she has her own business and you would like to be her one day or you also want to have your own business and you love the way she dresses. I would encourage you to watch how she carries herself. I'm going to bet you she's not in the corner at the bar on her phone. I'm going to say when she shakes people's hands, she really makes sure to make direct eye contact and has a very firm handshake. When she's speaking, she probably has great posture. And I think by not imitating, but watching these cues can help you add things to your toolkit so you can try and emulate that in your own way that will help you seem more confident on the outside, even if you're not confident on the inside. Like just standing up straight and not slouching and maintaining good eye contact is going to help you seem more confident from the outside without you having to change anything internally. You can still be so nervous if you're standing up straight, not on your phone and making eye contact in a conversation, the other person's not going to be able to tell at all if you're feeling nervous. I think another thing, and my sister listening is probably going to hate me for calling her out, but I think your speech also says a lot about your confidence in a professional setting. Trying to avoid filler words like, like, or saying, um, or, you know, obviously everyone when they're nervous gets into the habit of these filler words. A lot of us talk like we text, which is a terrible habit that I'm also guilty of, but it's something to keep in mind. I think it's another small cue you can make internally to help you see more confident on the outside, even if you're not feeling very confident on the inside. I think the last thing I wanted to talk about in terms of a tip for self-confidence was just being kind to yourself. Everyone is dealing with their own struggles and challenges. Every single person feels insecure at some point in their life, and that is completely okay. You don't have to be confident 100% of the time. It's still January, so I hope this episode helps you if one of your goals for 2023 was to be more confident or if you're at a point in your life where you feel insecure or unconfident. I hope this kind of helps reassure you that everyone feels that way and has given you some constructive ways to build on your self-confidence. Also, if you agree with what I was talking about for the lucky girl syndrome, please let me know. I have no idea. I'm going to listen back to this episode and either really like what I said or maybe not. I know this was a very casual chat from what we usually do. If you like these type of episodes, please let us know. Obviously, we want to create content that you all enjoy. So if you like this, let me know. If you don't like it, also let me know so that we know to not do more of these types of episodes. Also, let me know what your thoughts are. I'm just so curious to see if you agree or disagree with me. If you're not already, be sure to follow us on Instagram at business.casual.podcast. If you enjoyed today's episode, consider sharing it with a friend, a colleague, a classmate, sharing it on your social media pages. And last but not least, if you are enjoying our content, please consider giving us a five-star rating and review on Apple or Spotify. That's it for me, and we will see you next week. Bye. Bye.